Thank you. Welcome to the fifth and final session of our present series on the Bible. We've been dealing with our subject matter in four areas. We first of all talked about the various terminologies used concerning this great book. Then secondly, we also dealt with the various attitudes towards the Bible. And then thirdly, we talked about the various wonders of the Bible and showed the uniqueness of this great book in four areas. Now I want to talk about the final area and that has to do with the supernatural origin of the Bible. The Bible itself is of supernatural origin. And the supernatural origin of the scriptures can be seen clearly in ten different ways. Number one, it is the book of God. The Bible is theocentric. God is the center of the scriptures. But furthermore, while other books, holy books, may talk about God, it is still unique when it talks about God among other books. Because the Bible presents a God different than the gods of the contemporary writers. Furthermore, the Bible right away presents a God of monotheism rather than the polytheism that was very flagrant in the days that the scriptures were written. And although later holy books, such as uh, the, the uh, Quran and others, also talk about monotheism, even here the Bible is unique in that only the Bible talks about the trinity of this monotheism. So indeed, the Bible is the book of God. It presents a God that is different from contemporary writers, but also presents a God that is different from many books or holy books which were written after the Bible. Secondly, we can see that the Bible is of supernatural origin in that it alone presents the problem of sin and a cure that works. Only the Bible spells out sin for what it really is. Only the Bible presents a cure that truly and honestly works as has been testified to by many who have experienced the supernatural working of the scriptures in their lives. A third way that we can clearly see that the Bible is of supernatural origin is in its ethics and morals. For example, the ethics and morals of the Bible are comprehensive in that they cover all areas of human conduct. They cover the areas of husband-wife relationships. They cover the areas of parent-child relationships. They deal with the conduct of employer-employee, of government and citizen, of state and nation. It talks of covers the conduct in the sexual sphere, in the business sphere, in the economic sphere, in the recreational sphere, all of these areas. The ethics and morals of the scriptures do not cover only one area, but many areas. It is very comprehensive. Furthermore, the ethics and morals of the Bible are unique in that the motives themselves are judged. 
and the Bible does not merely deal with mere outward conformity to the standards of ethics and morals as other books do. The Bible itself deals with the actual motivation involved. And finally, the、uh, Bible provides the only basis for true ethical behavior, in that our ethical behavior is based upon the recognition that there is a God who exists, and He will judge every man according to His works. The fourth way that we can see that the Bible is a supernatural book is the continuity of the Bible. As we have already pointed out, that in the Bible we have a perfect harmony. Although there are 66 books by 40 different authors, written over 1,600 years in three different languages from six different countries, from 11 different occupations, and、um, using various literary forms. Now, all the other holy books that we have are all written. By one author in a short span of time, the Quran, for example, was written by one author, and that was Muhammad. And so, the uniqueness of the Bible is to be seen also in its continuity, and the continuity of the Bible is the evidence of its supernatural origin. The fifth way that we see the supernatural origin of the Scriptures is in its prophecy and fulfillment. Only the Bible contains very clear prophecies, which cannot be open to various interpretations, so that no matter how things turn out, they can still claim a fulfillment. That is simply not the case with the Holy Scriptures. The prophecy of the Bible tends to be very pointed, very limited, and when the fulfillment came, the fulfillment was very exact. No other holy book can point to a lengthy series of prophecies followed by their fulfillment, and yet in the Bible we have exactly that, because all the other holy books were written by one author over a short period of time. He of course cannot show prophecy and fulfillment, because the uniqueness of the Bible being written over sixteen hundred years by forty different writers. One writer can make a prophecy, and another pro- another writer many years later record the fulfillment of that prophecy. The sixth way in which we can see that the Bible is of a supernatural origin is in its types and antitypes, types and antitypes, and these types and antitypes show a unity of the Old and New Testaments. Although between the closing of the Old Testament and the first book of the New Testament, easily about 450 years transpired. Although we move from the Hebrew language of the Old Testament to the Greek language of the New Testament, yet the typologies of the Old Testament have a clear and obvious fulfillment in the antitypes of the New Testament, and so there is. Clear unity of the Old and New Testament, in spite of the diversity of language and the centuries of separation between the two books. The seventh way that we can see the supernatural origin of the Bible is that the Bible is also unique as literature. 
Even unbelievers have seen the literary value of the Bible as paramount. And even at today, in many universities, the Bible is still studied in terms of literature, and contemporary literature is simply no comparison to the uniqueness of the Bible. So even as literature studied by unbelievers, the Bible has been viewed as unique and paramount. The eighth evidence that shows the supernatural origin of the Bible is that the Bible is unprejudiced. Most of the other holy books never tell us the shortcomings of its heroes. Its heroes were always that heroes, but the、uh, Bible doesn't do that, and the Bible points to the shortcomings and failures of its heroes as well. Take, for example, King David. David was called by the Scriptures as a man after God's own heart. David was viewed by the Scriptures as a hero, a great warrior, and one who gained victory by use of his military might and abilities. At the same time, the same Bible points out to David's failings, his failure in dealing with his son Absalom in an improper father-son relationship. It pointed to his adultery and his commitment of murder as well, and so、um, the Bible is indeed unprejudiced. It points to the shortcomings and failures of its heroes. The ninth evidence of the supernatural origin of the Bible concerns the Bible as、uh, and science. Now the Bible is not a book on science. It is not a scientific book. It is not a book on science. But whenever the Bible touches on a scientific point, it has been absolutely accurate. Only scientific theories have actually gone against Scripture, but they are to this day only theories. Those which has been proven as scientific facts. Scientific facts have never been able to disprove the scriptures. So again, the Bible is not a book on science, but where it touches on science, it has been absolutely accurate and without error. The tenth and final way that we can see the supernatural origin of the Bible is through its enduring freshness. It is read and reread like no other book. I have lost count how often I read the Bible through since I became a believer at the young age of thirteen. I have reread the Bible many times over and over again, and I have never found myself bored. I cannot stand to read most books even a second time because I already know the plot. I know what's going on, so I simply do not read a book a second time. I can't remember reading any book. Even a second time, but it's different with the Bible. I have reread it, reread it, reread it, because it contains within it an enduring freshness that retains its interest, and so it has been read and reread like no other book. So, in looking at these ten different ways which point out the fact that the Bible is indeed a supernatural book, the conclusion we can reach is this. The Bible is not a book a man could write if he would, nor is the Bible a book a man would write if he could. I'll repeat that. I got this from Lewis Berry Chafer. 
The Bible is not a book man could write if he would, but the Bible is not a book man would write if he could. This completes our present series, and beginning next Monday, we'll start a brand new series. So until then, we bid you shalom.